You're listening to the Wrestling Takeover. What is your name? With your host, Jordan Turner, who's always going to keep it real. Come on, King. Inside and outside the ring. Let me make myself clear. He's got the band behind him, King. It's time to take over, King. Are you ready? He's all fired up now, King. Take over. Let's go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, what's up? How are you guys doing? Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Wrestling Takeover Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Turner, and this is another casual conversation with the Wrestling Takeover. I'm joined by a good friend of mine, uh, Claudine. How you doing, man? What's going on, man? So good to be with you again. It's been a little minute, um, but I'm glad to be here with you and to be here with your listeners. Yeah, so uh, we're going to talk about a couple things, you guys. Uh, but before uh, we do that, uh, be sure to subscribe to the Wrestling Takeover on all audio podcast platforms. Uh, follow me on Twitter at JT Takeover and follow me on Instagram at The Wrestling Takeover. Uh, Dan, you want to promote your uh, social media? You go right ahead, man. You can follow, you can follow me on Twitter at Shadrach on Twitter. That's basically it right there, just at Shadrach. And you can find me on Twitter. All right, brother. Uh, so, guys, we're going to talk about AEW and WWE. Um, just pretty much talk about all the happenings that are going on in those two companies. Um, we're going to kick things off with AEW. And I'm actually going to have Quadir uh, start off. Um, and he's going to talk about everything uh, regarding AEW. And by the way, before he starts, okay, this is his opinion, okay? Um, and when I start, when I go... I'm just going to give you guys my opinion. All right. You know, we're wrestling fans at the end of the day. You know, we don't want to sugarcoat anything. We're always honest with you guys. So, Quadir, have the floor, man. That's all you. Well, I um, I was watching um, AEW this week. Uh, well, it was AEW came on yesterday, and I was watching it. And um, I kind of enjoyed the show I, I think you know you you're probably like what me enjoyed it. yeah no i'm i'm <laughs> enjoyed the show i i kind of i kind of did i think the, um coming out of the gate with the the darby allen and the jay lethal match kind of kicking it off early it kind of drew me in and i was like okay because you know sometimes a lot of the wrestling shows now it starts with talking for like 10, 20 minutes. So right. to have some, just to have action come out the gate and you get jumped right into it. And then the whole, so many people have their different opinions about the whole Jeff Jarrett thing. And a lot of people really did not like the fact that Jeff Jarrett is there and, 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 and that he's a part of AEW right now. And, Oh, he's this, and he's that. And, and he's, you know, you know, and, 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 that he is not current. And um, I questioned someone on Twitter yesterday. And when I questioned the person on Twitter, I had like 17, almost 20 likes. <laughs> <laughs> See, there you go, man. You were right. So whatever you say, after, you were right. After I questioned him, because I was like, how is Jeff Jarrett not relevant? Yeah. How is he not relevant? Have you been paying attention to the, in his, the year? that he has had, not only the year that he has had, but the family he's come from, only thing he's ever known was wrestling. And in this year, he's been in WWE. He's had that last, um, that retirement 
alleged match with Ric Flair, you know? Yeah. And now he's in AEW. So I'm just like, I, I really enjoyed seeing Jeff Jarrett do his thing in AEW last night. I thought it was really cool. Um, AEW really needed a curveball more than I thought. And I think that Jeff Jarrett was a shot in the arm to make people talk. Twitter was ablaze. If you agreed or disagreed, or if you agreed with it, you talked about it. If you disagree with it, guess what? You talked about it. Right. You brought attention to the product. That's what they needed was attention, you know? And even if there's a whole lot of negative feedback, it's still attention. And attention equals attraction. Now, everybody that did not like it and everybody that did like it, you're now going to tune in next Wednesday to see what the heck is Jeff Jerry going to do now. Whether you, whether, whether you want to admit it or not, you are invested in it. Now, Jeff Jarrett, actually, there's some news on Jeff Jarrett. Uh, Russell Pursuits tweeted out yesterday. Um, I just seen this um, this morning. But Jeff Jarrett, uh, he joins AEW as a director of business development. Uh, pretty much, this is the same position that he had in WWE before he obviously got uh, fired um, from the WWE. So he's pretty much having the same position, um, but in AEW now. Right. So, it, uh, okay. You know, AEW, last night really pissed me off for a couple of reasons. We're going to get to the ROH shit. Yeah, it's, it's confusing. It's confusing. I really think that that company needs their own TV Bad. Show. They need it bad because really, it's pissing me yeah. off. Yeah, I, I don't I don't understand where they're really going with it. Um, and if people begin to pay attention, and I'm not ragging and I'm not coming against Jericho, a lot of his matches have a lot of botches. A lot. Okay. I really paid attention to a lot of his matches. And it's like they're not communicating in the ring. And it's like everybody gets lost. Like when I saw Coca Bana, how he fell off the ring. Oh my night, God. I'm like, Geez, that was pretty bad. You haven't seen the man in the year. And that could have been it right there. It's a lot of boxes in his match. But I think it's real confusing when you have two champions on one show, you know? Yeah. Um, and when it's supposed to be representing two separate companies. I really do. Um, during the WCW and the WWE invasion, it was an invasion angle. So it was okay to have Booker T at the time, right. the WCW champion, being on the show. There was an invasion angle. There is no invasion angle with ROH and AEW. I really think they need their own TV deal or revamp Rampage and have Friday nights be ROH. There you go. You got you. You just answered your own question. There it is, right yeah. there. Um. Okay. I love the Ocho Chris Jericho. I think he's a legend in the business. He's doing a phenomenal job. So my complaint isn't at Jericho. It's not at fault for Jericho. He's doing great. Why are we getting Ring of Honor bullshit on AEW TV? This isn't Ring of Honor TV, people. 
Okay, this is AEW. Honestly, in my opinion, I always keep it 100 with you guys. Okay? Ring of Honor, honestly, is taking away of the AEW product. Am I wrong in having that opinion? No. It, it, it's real heavily featured, even when you saw how that whole that whole kabako happened on the stage. That was all Ring of Honor. Right. That wasn't AEW. That was a Ring of Honor angle and a Ring of Honor segment. So, I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure what they're what what they're doing with that or what Tony Khan is trying to do. They need their own separate show. He needs to get it together quick. Just like NXT have their separate shows. You know what I'm saying? You don't see a lot of the NXT guys on Raw and on SmackDown. You don't see it. And with Roman Reigns being the universal WWE World Heavyweight Champion, you know, it's kind of like Raw and SmackDown is one brand at the moment. You know, so you don't see uh, a Braun Breaker coming up. You don't see um, whomever from NXT coming up to the main roster. They need their own separate show. AEW have the ability right now to have another show, have RH their own TV show. They have enough people signed. They got everybody on AEW Dark, people on Dynamite, people on Rampage, and they have a talent a roster talent of superstars that haven't really been utilized and who knows how long this would be the perfect opportunity to refresh them and bring them on a new show yeah um you know they might actually create another show but if i'm tony khan i'm flipping rampage no one gives a fuck let's be real nobody cares about rampage concepts come and go and sometimes concepts work and they don't work let's go back to wwe in the mid 2000s they came up with the concept with ecw off the heels of the ecw one night stands right they decided hey let's try to make a show let's try to make a a revival you know what i'm saying a revival of the ecw brand they tried it for a few years it didn't work they flipped it it's gone You know, at one time you had WWE main event that was, you know, on TV. It's still there, but it's not what it used to be. Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And Rampage isn't working. It ain't working. Um, I just think the best thing for it, get rid of the show, replace it with Ring of Honor, have Ring of Honor be on Friday nights and you keep it moving. I just don't want to see Ring of Honor stuff on my AEW TV, except, you know, Chris Jericho. You know, the Ocho, I love what he's doing. He's calling out all of the Ring of Honor former champions. So I think that's great. I don't know who thought about, you know, people are hilarious on social media. People built this perception. Oh, Chris Jericho is going to call out, you know, this person, that person to challenge him, who was a former Ring of Honor superstar. And then when Cole Cabana came out, social media was like, what the fuck? You know, when Cole Cabana to me, when Coco Bandit came out, I said, oh, CM Punk ain't coming back. We know that for a fact now. We know what side Tony Khan side on. What a precedent that set. Yep. Right? When I saw him walk out, I was like, wow. Okay. So we so now we know. Without, so, so it's official without it even really being said, CM Punk is done. They're going to buy out the contract or whatever they're going to do. Right. And he's going to go on to, I guess, greener pastures or whatever that means. Right. We don't know what's going on. Yeah. 
that was a big F you. And I basically was telling the fans that we've moved on. You need to as well. Right. And I want to get to another um, problem. <laughs> How this is segue into the problem, Marina Shafir and Jade Cargill. Um, a famous popular YouTuber, a person that I follow a lot in the IWC, controversial figure, JD from NY206. Do you know who that individual is? No. Okay, so pretty much um, he he uh, is very controversial within the IWC. You guys who are listening to this show, you guys will know who I'm talking about. Well, hopefully you guys do. Um, he went on Twitter um, a couple of days ago, and he responded to a tweet um, regarding AEW tweeting out a picture of Marina Shafir and Jade Cargill, and he pretty much tweeted, please, God, not again. That's all he said. Jade Cargill got on his head. Um, Britt Baker got on his head. Because um, I seen this. It was ridiculous. Um, we've seen Chelsea Green. I love Chelsea Green. But, uh, you know, she got on his head. Uh, Deanna Perrazzo got on his head. Ty Conti. The entire um, AEW women's locker room and some women in the world of pro wrestling got on this dude's head just because... He didn't want to see a match that he's seen multiple times already. He didn't want to see it again. And all the man said was, please, God, no. That's all he said. And he got crucified by not only the, the women wrestlers, um, but the shields that are fans of these women. They're, they're going at him, crucifying him to death. And that honestly pissed me off because... These people, the wrestlers, and I, I actually talked to Swerve Strickland on Instagram, um, on my DM, and I talked to him about why are wrestlers, I would say, what's the word? Why do they have a, a perception of fans that we're disgusting, we're fat slobs, we live in our mother's basement, which all these things were said about JD from NY206. And I'm thinking to myself, bro, none of these fans look like the interpretation that you're trying to perceive these fans to be looking like. They look like normal people. Why are you shitting on the fans? Why can't we have our own view and opinion on what we see on TV? You can, right. you can respond to that. Right. Um, Wrestling has become very sensitive. Not just the fans, but also the performers as well. And um, they feel as though we're going out there, we're risking our bodies, we're doing this, we're doing that. I get it, I'm, though. I we, we understand that, though. We, we understand that. I think the wrestling, the wrestling audience is way more intelligent. That's we the problem. That's the problem that. right there. We're more intelligent. We're more, we're more intelligent. And we can... We, our distinguishing of good and bad is sharp. Right. And we're intelligent wrestling fans in this era. The other, the, you know, previous era, kayfabe was very much still present. That's not present anymore. Everybody kind of knows the behind the scenes things. Even if we don't know everything that's going on, we have an idea of how certain things are being ran. If you listen to wrestling podcasts right. and wrestling shows, 
whomever you listen to, you get an idea of what happens backstage now, you know, um, just read between the lines or read between what they're saying. But people are just tired of seeing the same recycle BS all over, over and over, over again. It's like trying to watch the Usos in a new day again. We have seen that. <laughs> it's torture at this point. You know what I'm saying? To see another new day versus the Usos. It's been done. Or another Roman versus Brock. We really don't need to see that again because it's already been done, you know? So, you know, wrestlers are real sensitive about um, their product. And I really think the woman was coming at him because of the slack, of the, of, of the, the slack and the, um, the crucifying that AEW does get. But that's, so not, that's not our fault, though. We're not, we're not booking the show. Yeah, their defense mechanism is really high right now. So, anyway, especially... And we know, know we know why that is, though, right? <laughs> yeah, but especially for a man coming against a woman, right? it gets flipped a lot, you know? He, he wasn't being derogatory or nothing. He just said, please right. not again. That's all he said. Yeah. And they made it seem like he, he was sexist or something. Like, come on, dude. He didn't right. say anything out of pocket. He didn't. You didn't say nothing out of pocket, and, and it's just like, God, these wrestlers, man. Not all of them, okay? So I want to make that point. Not all of the wrestlers. I have good communication and, and very connections with some wrestlers, and I'm not saying all these wrestlers, but there are some that get their, you know, I don't know, their panties, their, their balls in a bunch, and, and they think yeah. we're attacking their personal life. You know, people like me, people like you, people like JD, people like, you know, others that are very educated and smart, we are not going to attack your personal life. Our views and opinions are on what we see on TV. But you know what? I believe what makes them sensitive is there are some people. Oh, there are. That do attack their personal lives. So those are the I cycles. The line, I believe that the line has been crossed right. so many times that any time anybody has an opinion that is negative, they kind of go into this high defense mode and they feel as though we have to protect ourselves. Which and is understandable. The, and because of the accessibility and the, the pure liberty of kind of saying whatever you want to say. And now this, um, this, this, this swelling of the freedom of speech and what that really does mean now. Right. You know, we're not going to get into that. No. But people feel as though they can just say whatever they want to say without consequence. And I think because of performers, not just performers in the wrestling world, but just performers in the entertainment world, because they have been attacked in, um, in personal ways and attacked by, and, and, and their families being targeted and things. I think it just makes people a little bit more hypersensitive. No, definitely. I, I agree. I definitely agree. But, you know, these wrestlers got to differ between, you know, fans that care like me and you and, and JD and others, you know, to psycho fans who stalk their social media that, you know, stalk where they're going in a hotel in their car. You know, there's a difference. That's not yeah. us. That fan yeah, that attacked Seth Rollins. Like, what the fuck was that? That's a psycho. Yeah. I would never do that. You would never do that. There's yeah. a difference. And he, got, and he got his butt handed to And him. he got his ass beat by Seth Rollins. Yeah. 
and everything else that happened backstage. Right, right. That's a Alleg- fool. Allegedly. Right. So I just I just wish some of these, you know, wrestlers can understand where we're coming from. I, I know there are some idiots out there. You know, JD has said some crazy shit. Okay. Yeah. But that one thing that he said, come on, man, you're mad at him for that. But you know, when you have a, when you, when you have a record of saying reckless, that is true, and he does. When, I love him, but I, I I love JD, but he he does have a record. That's your record. Yeah, that's your history. People oftentimes judge you according to your history. People oftentimes judge you according to your resume. People oftentimes judge you according to what you have said or done. So if you already have this reputation of who you are already, people are going to go according to that. And uh, even if they don't know who you are and they hear from a Jade Cargill, right. who's this guy that's saying this and now they look you up? Oh, he's this, he's that. He said this before, he said that before. Everybody gets on the bandwagon. And that's the quote-unquote cancel culture. Right. That's how that comes in. But if he has a record, I don't know the man, this is the first time I'm hearing about him. Um, but if he has a record in the history of saying some crazy off the off the cuff stuff. Right. Kind of what happens. And that that's why yeah, I get some respect from, from wrestlers like Swerve and and others, you know, I tell them, like I differ. I don't attack you guys personally. I'm only going off on what I see on TV. That's it. You didn't do anything. I always look at it like this, Claudine. You didn't do anything to me. You didn't harm me. You didn't say anything derogatory to me. So why am I going to say something derogatory towards you? Yeah. You know, it. it's just yeah. there's a balance yeah. that, that needs to be there. You know? Yeah. And yep. that's it. Um, so I, I, wanted to, I wanted to pretty much say that. The women's division, uh, you know, I think the Jade Cargill run, I'm, I'm kind of over it. Um, she needs to, she needs to lose it to Jamie Hader. I know Jamie Hader will be going one on one with Tony Storm at full gear. I think that's going to be a banger. Shout out to Sheamus. Um, but it's going to be a great match. It's just that I wouldn't have put Jamie Hader in this position. I think it's a little bit too soon, in my humble opinion. And I think Jamie Hader has the potential to be. The AEW version of when Becky Lynch was on fire. I, I really believe that. And I just think putting her in this position to challenge Tony Storm was a little bit too soon. I would have had her face Jade Cargill and beaten Jade Cargill, held that TBS championship for some time, and then eventually lose to someone like Chris Statland or Ruby Soho or someone along those lines. I just think it was too soon. Mm-hmm. Do you think the reason why they may have booked it too soon was because they need more of an attraction for Full Gear? Yes. Full Gear is not sold out. Yeah. And you know why that is, right? We'll talk about those three letters in a bit, guys. But that's just, we're just being honest with you. That's the reason. Okay? Those three letters that are Stanford, Connecticut, they're taking every fucking thunder away from AEW. And Tony Khan needs to understand that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's. <laughs> hey, man. You, hey, I know you got some problems with TK, man. You got anything else you want to add to that regarding, you know, AEW's problem in terms of ticket sales? Because they're down. This is the worst ticket sales of AEW in quite some time. And they're getting a lot of negativity from their TV product. 
I really, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this, I really think the loss of CM Punk is going to impact them more than they realize. Right. They really needed that star. And he wasn't just a star, but he was a shooting star. They don't have that. They don't have that Roman Reigns star. They don't. You know, what is a shooting star? A star that burns. Right. Wasn't just a star, but he was a burning star. Right. They really needed that stamp. Now, I, I will say, I will say, you have stars. You have Adam Cole. You have, you have Brian Danielson. You have John Moxley. I mean, I would say, yeah. I would classify John Moxley as a shooting star. MJF as well. I can't compare them to CM Punk. CM Punk just has a cult of personality that no pun intended. No part part in the pun, right? Yeah, right. He just has something that's totally different, right? And they really needed that. It it was just like during the 1980s, the W, the World Wrestling Federation needed Hulk Hogan, right, to get the World Wrestling Federation to where it is today. AEW really needed CM Punk. The, the attraction, the eyeballs. Vince McMahon. Everyone, Vince McMahon really needed Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock. That's what I'm saying. And right now they don't have. They don't, they don't have a Cody. They don't have a Cody Rhodes. You know what I'm saying? Right. We don't really know what's going on with Kenny Omega. You know, they don't have that. WWE has a lot of shooting stars. I'll tell you that right no, now. If the house isn't getting sold out, it's because there's no one drawing them. Right. That's old wrestling right there. Who's who's a draw that can put bodies in the seats? Let's look at the roster. Let, let's look at the roster, man. Let's be real. Who is that guy? <sighs> who could they who who could they make that guy? Yeah. Cause there's people. Brian, you you really uh, could uh, make some people. A Brian Danielson. Right. I'm not sure why there's no rocket on his back. I don't know either. I, I think I, Brian Danielson that, is that, one of the best in yes, the world. That, that yes movement during that era was the biggest thing in the world. The biggest thing. And for him to go into WrestleMania and beat Batista, Randy Orton, and Triple H. Yeah. Beat an evolution. Night. Yeah. Come on, dog. He, he beat them. Right. And became WWE War Heavyweight Champion. You know? Yeah. So They have Chris I, I Jericho. I mean, I'd classify Chris Jericho as the heart and soul of AEW. I think without Chris Jericho, I don't think AEW is even where it's at. Okay. I'm not a Chris Jericho fan. Okay. But you should you should at least, you know, be somewhat understanding of that. Chris Jericho is definitely one of the reasons why AEW is where it's at. For sure. I think Chris Jericho is overrated. Oh, don't do this, dude. Don't start. Don't start. Uh, hey, listen. Don't he start, Doc. Right. Come on, man. He, 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 he's overrated. Um, it, it's, uh, all right, all right. We're not going to start. We're not going to start because we'd go on a whole <laughs> spiel. Oh, it, it's just, you know, one minute he's in the main. One minute he's on commentary. One yeah. minute he's it's like, Come on, you know it's like, yeah, yeah it's just. I, we, I, we, we, you, you did the, you did what you had to do, you know. Right. Now I, I understand. I totally get where you're coming from. I, I just think, 
And for him to call, and I'm going to say like this, and for him, and I think this is when I really begin to say, eh, I don't know if you should be saying that really, for him to call CM Punk a cancer. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I wouldn't say that. Self-entitled? Yeah, absolutely. But Narcissist? Absolutely. Yeah. I know. Like he's the cancer. Cancer is a, That's a is strong... A disease that kills people right i wouldn't equate cm punk to something that eats you alive right <laughs> so no yeah i I'll, I'll ask you this um you look at the AEW product right now it's i think it's at its worst it's ever been um tony khan i don't know what this guy's doing you got double j i think that's great jeff jarrett's awesome love and respect him you know, you got him in there. You got Paul White. You got Mark Henry. Are these guys in charge? He just needs more people. I don't, I don't know. We, 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 we honestly, we really don't even know what Paul White and the Mark Henry is doing. We don't really know right. what William Reed is doing. We really don't know. Or There's Dustin a Rhodes. Of, a, a, a Taz. Right. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of great veterans that are there. He's got a lot know? of great people. Um, but as I was reading and listening to certain people within AEW, yeah, Tony Khan has his favorites. Of course, oh no question. So does Paul, so does Paul Levesque, people. So does Paul Levesque. <laughs> well, they all Vince do. McMahon, I mean, well, Vince McMahon had his favorites. And remember that during his time, it was the Click. Right. It was Kevin Nash. It was Xbox Scott Hall. Uh, and then it was John, John Cena. Yeah. So everybody has their favorite. Um, but Tony Khan really needs to wise up real quick, and he needs to sober up real quick and really. He just needs someone in his ear that knows wrestling. We need better TV, man. We need better TV. Yeah. I haven't been this bored about watching AEW in some time, man. It just, it's not exciting right now. AEW is struggling, and we know why it's struggling. We'll get to that company uh, right now. So um, we talked about AEW. They have problems. They need to really fix it. I'm not saying everything is awful. Um, I did enjoy last night to an extent. Um, but there are some things that AEW really needs to focus on. And we're going to keep saying the same things until they, you know, until they fix it. But that Ring of Honor stuff needs to be the first thing that goes. AEW just needs to focus on what AEW is doing. Right. Now, let's talk about the company that really is on a high. Literally. Um, I've never seen much excitement for WWE. Guys, there's going to be a lot of positive for the WWE. There's not really a lot of negative oh, yeah. to talk about. So I'm just letting y'all nope. know that right now. Yes. Um, you want to start? You want to have the floor? Or you want me to go? You go ahead. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, all right. I haven't been this excited about WWE in a very, very long time. Okay. Uh, the product is on fire. Literally. Okay. You have a lot of <laughs> you have a lot of Roman Reigns, okay, in that company. Even though Roman Reigns is the guy, um, mm -hmm. Triple H is he's bringing people that we want to see back. Wyndham Rotunda back, Io Shirai back, Dakota Kai back, Dexter Loomis back, so on and so forth. You guys know the deal. There's even more rumors that Triple H is bringing more people back. Triple H for the longest, has said he wanted to take over not only WWE, but professional wrestling. 
Tony Khan better get ready because this guy's about to be in the back of the line. He's not in front anymore. This guy's in the back. Okay, he's going to be in second place for a very long time unless Triple H fucks up. Do I see that happening? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, Triple H is not going to mess up. Now, Triple H is doing what he can right now. You know, we have rumors of money in the bank going back to WrestleMania. The money in the bank concept is rumored to be going to WrestleMania. I've talked about that a thousand times. You've talked about it as well. Claudine, you talked about it too. A lot of us have. Okay, he's listening to us. Hell, excuse me, Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell as a pay-per-view. No more. We've all talked yeah. about that. That's gone. Yeah. So he's listening yeah. to us. Yeah. Gimmick pay-per-views. Looks like they're going to die. Thank God. You've talked about yeah. it. I've talked about it. We fantasy booked. He's listening to us. Bray yeah. Wyatt. This guy's one of the most over people in WWE. We've all been crying for him to come back. Soon as Triple H takes in charge, Bray Wyatt's back. Listening to us. Long-term storytelling. I mean, long-term booking. You got to have a plan in place. You get to Monday Night Raw, you got to have a plan. The pay-per-view schedule is changing. Triple H has a plan. Judgment Day. Let's talk Judgment Day. Vince McMahon booked Judgment Day, and that shit was awful. Let's be real. It was pretty bad. A la Triple H, slow Triple H comes out. You know, Paul Levesque, he, he, he's in charge, and uh, he's booking Judgment Day. Oh, shit, Judgment Day. Judgment Day is must-see TV now. Why? Because of Triple H. It's all about the booking, ladies and gentlemen. It's all about the booking. I could be in charge. Claudine can be in charge. But if me and him are not booking the show correctly, I don't give a fuck who's in charge. It's all about the right. booking. The WWE is very exciting. Triple H is actually thinking of changing title designs. Who would have thunk it? You've talked about that. I've talked about that. We've all talked about it for years. WWE needs to change the championship designs. They need to look different from one another. They're changing them. WWE's going to change them. Guys, the WWE... I can't name not one thing that WWE is struggling with that is to an extent that we should hate it. Yes, the women's division. The women's division can be better, but it's better than AEW. Triple H, he just brought back Nikki Cross. How many people were complaining about Nikki Cross from NXT? That version from Sanity coming back. Guess what? We got it. Yeah. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue on, but I'm going to let Claudine share and then uh, give his opinion, and then I'll just piggyback off what he's saying. So, Claudine, uh, you got the floor, man. Yeah, I'm really, um, as everybody knows that's been listening to the show, I am a WWE heart and soul league WWE. I, it's just, it's, it, it is the major leagues. It is, it is the criminal of crime of wrestling. Sorry, AEW. Whichever you want to call it, it is. They have a home run advantage, you know. And I think the biggest mistakes is when these other companies come in 
and they want to dethrone what has been an establishment and the entertainment market for well over 50 years. It's, it's a difficult thing to do. You're never going to do it. They are a juggernaut. You know what I'm saying? They are a juggernaut. They are an empire. There's just no way the resources that the WWE has. God knows we have no idea what that is. Right. They have countless resources. Do not think they don't have a plan. B, C, D, E, F, G. It's there if they need to pull the trigger. I have really been enjoying WWE. I have really been enjoying the Triple H era. Um, I believe that it's in development. I think there's a lot of reboots that are happening. Um, if you notice and if you saw, it just seems like Vince McMahon wasn't a real big fan of women's wrestling. Right. Probably has to do with the era that he came from. It was men being heavily pushed. And as you see, when Triple H started getting taken out of certain things and being removed from certain things because he's going through his own health challenges, et cetera, et cetera, that we all know about, when this man started to take the helm of what Triple H was doing, um, certain things within the women's division started getting subtracted. Triple H is trying to add those things back and bring back the steam and the fire that the women's division had. Um, I saw a poster, we don't know if it's true or not, where it showed WWE Evolution, which we know is a woman-based pay-per-view. Will Evolution come back? We don't know. But if that is one of the pay-per-views that may be coming back, we know that the women's division is going to be rebuilt, it's going to be rebranded, and it's going to be better than ever. I really am enjoying the WWE, the product, um, everything that's happening. I'm still campaigning. And if WWE is listening to this right now, please bring back Monday Night Raw to two hours. Three hours is long. We need a two-hour show. I thoroughly enjoy SmackDown because it's two hours and it's just a great show. I'm loving everything with Roman Reigns. And <laughs> Man, the the um the engine that's been given to Sami Zayn, my gosh, has been phenomenal. You just feeling oozy? Just right. <laughs> just seeing how the reins is being taken off of him, and how he's able, and you can kind of see he's being creative on his own. Right. He's kind of just going on with it. There's no script. I don't think if there is, he's doing a phenomenal job. But he really it looks authentic. He really, he's he's finally found his way into the character he needed to be. Because Sami Zayn was kind of in limbo, trying to be this evil dictator that was wearing all that green and all the other stuff. He's finally found his fitting. I, I hope that him and the uh, and, and the bloodline remain a unit for well into next year. I think that would be really really cool to see that. Um, I'm just enjoying the product. I think it's really really cool. It's a great time to be a WWE fan. Um, it's a great time to see what Triple H is going to do. Um, I'm really glad that the gimmick pay-per-views are going away. I think it will make Money in the Bank special again. I really believe it's going to make Hell in a Cell special again. Right. Um, when a rivalry gets to that um, to that point where it's like, okay, we need to put you guys in Hell in a Cell. Exactly. You know, Hell in the Cell was designed to end rivals forever. You know, we never saw Mick Foley and Triple H after that last Hell in the Cell. Right. That was it, you know. 
Um, so it was, it, it was um, designed for that way. I think having money in the bank at WrestleMania is a better concept for the money in the bank. So I'm really enjoying it. I, I really like what they're doing. Um, I believe that less is more. Um, we, we've heard that in wrestling for years that that less is more. Um, and I think that the less that, that in this, uh, situation that less is more for W right now. And I'm really enjoying it. Have you been enjoying the press conferences? Um, cause I've been saying for years that wrestling is a sport, so you need to treat it as such. I love that WWE, they just announced, um, earlier today um, that they will be having a press conference uh, tomorrow, I believe uh, before yeah, crown jewel. I love the press conference vibe because it gives it a sports like uh, presentation. Yeah. I, I, I like, I love, I remember WrestleMania used to have press conferences and um, that was the only time you really saw a press conference at WrestleMania, which made it really unique. Right. Um, Just stick it to the big pay per views, of course. Yeah, I think it should. I think that's when it should happen. Right. Um, but I, I love press conferences because it, it gives the anticipation of a sporting event. Anytime you see boxing, is when you when you watch MMA or boxing, what do they have? A weigh in. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Is is a weigh in? Is a press conference? They talk and then they get in the scale and then they weigh in and they flex and then both the competitors face one another probably for the first time before they get in the ring. Right. Have a stare, have a stare down, have them talk and that's it. You don't need to weigh in or whatever. Just, you know, keep it simple. Right. Right. Yeah. So I I think I I love press conferences. Um, I'm kind of hoping this is it for Saudi Arabia. Uh, Yeah. Um, After hearing all of that, you know, tension that's going on over there, it's not worth it. I'd cut the deal for them to get, you know, caught up and then can't get home. Right, like, because we we want these wrestlers, we want all these people to come back home. Yeah, yeah, like it's like it's just too much going on over there. It's it's been too much going on over there, as we all know. Um, But yeah, but other than that, I've really been enjoying WWE. I think they're doing a great job. Um, I think NXT needs to be re re reimagined. Oh yeah, oh yeah. (laughs) I'm not sure. Not sure who's the the director in that direction <laughs> for NXT, but it definitely needs to be reimagined and how they're going to do whatever. It just, that just needs to be redone. But other than that, I I'm pleased with WWE. Yeah. Um, piggyback off. I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying WWE like Kurt Engel, right? WWE. 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 <laughs> Here we go. Shout out to Kurt Angle, man. Um, yeah, we, we love you. We love you, Kurt. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the WWE, man, it's just it's a great time. People are coming back that should not have been fired from the previous regime. We're getting long-term storytelling. We're actually getting character development, which is great. We're getting press conferences. Gimmick pay-per-views look like they're going to be dying soon. Thank goodness. Why every, why every October? Oh, uh, Hell in a Cell. That's lame, man. <laughs> That's lame. Every October, oh hell in a cell. Like, come on. Um, Elimination Chamber. You know that's that's iffy. I don't mind it. You know, as long as they make it, you know, seem important. I guess. You know, you can can have Elimination Chamber. 
But if they're getting rid of gimmick pay per views, that has to go too. Yeah. Uh, well, I wish it did, but apparently not because they're going to have it in uh, fucking Saudi Arabia rumored. Or no, no, no. I'm sorry. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, I'm tripping. Canada. Oh, I'm like, what? No, I'm tripping, man. I'm. <laughs> That would be overkill. Oh, that would be, be awful. Very, I, I would be very overwhelmed. I'd be pissed. <laughs> Watching, I'd be like, oh my God, what is happening right now? This is too much. Right. Um, I'm, well, let me go back. Yeah. Uh, elimination Chamber, I said, give me a quick. Well, we got to remember that Elimination Chamber was brought in during the Eric Bischoff era when he was the Royal GM. Right. Um, That kind of started the gimmick pay-per-view, you know? So Elimination Chamber wasn't Okay, we just gotta have Elimination Chamber. The the pay per view was named Eliminate Elimination Chamber. Right. I'm not sure if that's considered gimmick like that. Um, Probably. Sounds like it. Because it was at New Year's Revolution when it first debuted. Or no, 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 no. I'm sorry. See, I'm wrong. It was at SummerSlam. It was at SummerSlam in 2002 when Shawn Michaels I, won. You're right. Yeah, that is a gimmick pay per view. Yeah. Go. Okay, because he won the championship. That he won the championship, yeah. And then he that's when he got in that rivalry with Triple H. The first and the last time we ever saw him in brown tights, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Right. Just, <laughs> just a fun fact. Yeah. Yeah, man. You know, the product, is, uh, the product is great. Is there anything, you know, obviously you watch WWE on a weekly basis. Is there anything oh, yeah. that you think that they would need to work on a little bit? A little bit, you know, something that they need to be a little bit more consistent or add to? Um, if you had one negative to say, because there are some negatives though. Everything's boy, great, but there are some things. I'm such, I'm such a mark for them. Um, and a fan. Yeah. Um, there's one thing they could. One thing, one thing, one thing, one thing, one thing. I, I really would say that the the, the re the reimagining of NXT. Yeah, they got a they got a completely. They need to be on the, um, what is it called? Like, the, that, the, whole, like, re- like redesigning that and stuff. Seg- like that whole opening segment of NXT with oh Braun Breaker. God. Yeah, it's awful. I was lost. I was like, what are we doing right now? I'm not sure what we're talking about. This house is it, it old. Was, you need to cut the house down and build a new house up. Yeah. I'm over Braun Breaker, man. I, I honestly think Braun Breaker is a little bit overhyped in my opinion. I see the potential, man, but they're overhyping this dude. And it's really kind of a turnoff. Yeah. Um, I'm, 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 I'm enjoying him. Um, it kind of seems like just by observation yeah. that they don't really know what they want to do with him. They don't. Much. He's kind of just carrying a championship. Right. But not being, but it's, it's carrying a championship but not being the champion. Right. And that's kind of what it looks like. It's like he's carrying it, but he's not being champion. So it's like, they really don't know what they want to do with him. Now they got him in this tag team situation. He's the champion. Why is he? I don't know. Why is he, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I listen, what about, what about, uh, might be controversial, but I'll speak my piece on Mandy Rose. Um, I think she's done a phenomenal job. I want to point that out right now because I am about to be a little negative. So I want to get the good out of the way. Mandy Rose has done an amazing job reinventing herself. Right? 
We could agree on that. Yes, She's, we absolutely can. We we absolutely can agree on that. That she has done an amazing job. She was on the main roster, left the main roster, right back to NXT, and has totally reinvented herself. I just think it's time for her to lose that championship. Yes, um, it's just time. Um, maybe that that click she has need to implode. I don't know, but something needs to happen. Yeah, that I think her run has. Her run went to me, in my opinion. Her run went from memorable to okay. Now you just need to drop the title. Yeah, you need you need to go to the main roster. You have a main roster look. You have the main roster faction in uh, Toxic Attraction. It's very great. Okay, that's main roster. Uh, you have enough women there, man. People make it seem like a, that NXT doesn't have a lot of great women. They have women there. You know, it's just. Not a lot of women are caught up, and, and there's only a handful of women, in my opinion, that I can look on that roster and say, you know what? You could beat um, Mandy Rose, and the division would be great. You got Fire, All right. You got Roxanne Perez. You got Tiffany Stratton. I would say those three. Nikita Lyons needs some work, but she's great in all the right places. Okay. She has the look, but she needs to get better in the ring. But she will. We, yeah, we. Um, yeah. Anyway, I'm not yeah, moving on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, we're we're all men here, okay? So don't let's not start. But Nikita Lyons, and, and, I, and, and, and ladies, we're not leaving the ladies out, of course. No, no, def, definitely not, definitely not. But I would say those three ladies in particular are definitely the future of um, NXT. I think Carmelo Hayes needs to... That boy needs to be on the main roster yesterday. What the fuck's going on? Yeah, the overselling was funny. And he's good. <laughs> he's he's good, man. He has yeah, the look. Yeah. He has the, the wrestling ability. Um, yeah. What do you think about Austin Theory? Oh, boy. I um, love Austin another, Theory. I think Austin Theory is great. I do, too. And he is the... Per- he is... The perfect prototype. He really is. He oh, has yeah. looks. He, he's definitely going to be the face of the company. He has the. He, he just a total package. Yes. Um. I, I, I would say young Randy Orton. Um. Really. Randy Orton. To me, more than John Cena. I don't yeah. Know people keep saying that. John Cena. I think it's the hair in the head. Yeah, I do. And the body. Um, yeah, but to me, I see more of a. You know, you know, milk around the mouth, Randy Orton. I can see that. Um, I I like Austin Theory. Um, I wonder what they're gonna do with that money in the bank briefcase. Uh, there's actually some. There's actually some rumors. And he lose like. Yeah, there's actually rumors saying that he's gonna hold the briefcase until next year. <sighs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I, it, uh, yeah, I, I really, I like Austin Theory. I yeah. just really feel as though with the changing of guards and because the old guard was really with him, it kind of really put him in limbo as well. I'll actually, because he, uh, he was getting squashed after the old guard left. <laughs> Yeah, um, let me 
backtrack there for a second. Like I people the, the the way that you're saying it, a lot of people actually feel the same way. They're very concerned. They feel like Austin Theory is getting squashed. I, I don't think that's the case. I don't I honestly don't think that um Triple H is not a fan of Austin Theory. Actually, Triple H is on an interview, I believe. I can't remember what interview it was, but he was doing an interview saying that he loves Austin Theory. He sees Austin Theory as one of the pillars for WWE. I just think right now, Austin Theory, like you said, is in limbo. But Austin Theory is going to be just fine. I think I, he's going to be just fine. He, he has nothing to worry about. He's money in the bank. Um, and he's young, too. He's very young. He's only 23, 24, so he has so much time under his belt. Um, I think he'll be fine. I hope. Me too. I just, I just, I think so too. I think we have many, many more years to see with Austin Theory. I just feel as though he, this money in the bank briefcase, whatever we need to see where this is going. Um, because when he went to NXT and he held the money in the bank briefcase up, I was like, that was weird. It was a weird moment. And I was just like, and you know, I can hear somebody, I'm not in the company, I don't work for WWE, I'm not getting paid by WWE, but I definitely can hear somebody say, well, you know, never say never. No, I know. Don't, you want it on the main roster, keep it there. You should be inspired, you should be inspired to become, you should be inspired to cash it in and be Roman Reigns. Then right. to go to NXT, I'm not trying to downgrade NXT, but hear what I'm saying. You should want to cash it in to beat Roman Reigns. Not Braun Breaker. Who's Braun Breaker? A nobody. The man that self-proclaim on God mode. You should want to go beat him because that would be that's a legacy carrying type of Oh yeah. In there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you could go to you could go to NXT and become champion, but to beat Roman Reigns, not just become the champion, but to beat a man that has been undefeated and has not been pinned for the last two years. Come on, and that's, so that was a that was a weird night when I saw that I was like, okay, and then we haven't seen him there since, so we don't know. Yeah, um, speaking of Roman, Roman loses. It's going to be a big deal. The question is, who's and, that guy? And, and, and you have options. No, and it, and, it, and no, and it better not be Logan Paul. <laughs> Oh, uh, Triple H, listen. Triple H's credibility will be out the window, okay? I'm sorry. Can I be, I'm going to be dead I mean, ass. Triple H's credibility with the fans are going to be out the window if he has Logan Paul beat Roman, but that's not going to happen. And let me say this. Mm -hmm. I really didn't. Okay, so you want to say something I don't like negative about WWE, right? Right. What I did not like is seeing Logan Paul with his brother taking a picture and Logan Paul holding a replica of the WWE Championship. <laughs> You know Jake Paul's rumored to be at Saudi Arabia, right? We don't care. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we don't care. Oh. Um, we don't care. Oh, man. But I didn't like that he was holding I don't know. Maybe I'm just being petty or I'm going to be <laughs> You are being right? super petty. You are being super petty. Have you ever seen Triple H walking around as champion and, and you see Shawn Michaels holding up a championship belt act like... You haven't seen it. It's, no. it's, it's, it's disrespectful to the tribal chief. I'm really acting like I'm a character now. But it's very disrespectful to the tribal chief, <laughs> to the reign of Roman Reigns. 
And I really believe that low. I believe that the match is going to be very interesting. It's going to be good. I believe that the match is going to have high expectations. I believe that Logan Paul is going to perform very well. Yes. Um, I believe he's going to do really well. I believe that he's going to get over in popularity, but not over as mm. becoming champion. No. no. Right. Lo- Logan is his, not winning the I championship. His, I believe his win is going to be popularity, respect, right, and everything encompasses that. But he is not beating Roman Reigns. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know why people think that's going to happen. Like, you guys need to stop. He's not beating Roman Reigns. Okay, Logan Paul's in here to see if he really has the chops. He's facing Roman. Okay, he's facing the Tribal Chief. He's facing the number one guy. Let's see what yeah. Logan Paul's got. Let's see if he can really hang with the boys. This is going to be a the test for him. And let's emphasize the number one guy. The number one guy since yes. John Cena. Right. There hasn't been another one since John Cena. That's been over a decade and some change ago. Haven't seen this since. John Cena never went two years not being pinned. Right. This is all another animal. This is a different monster built, here. Built from the ground up. Right. Totally different. Totally different concept. He has taken the torch to a whole nother level that John did not bring it to respectfully. We respect John Cena. We like John Cena. Oh, He's definitely. We love him. Top but 10 all time right. for sure. In terms of for respect and everything. He has taken this torch and he has put new fire on it. Yes. You know, and he's just a man. He really is. And um, it's going to be, it's, it's going to be athletic. It's going to be entertaining the match between Logan Paul and, and, and between Logan Paul and Paul Heyman. I'm getting ready to say. Oh, between Logan and, and, and Roman. <laughs> it's going to be entertaining. It's going to be athletic. It's going to be close encounters. It's going to be oh my god moments. It's going to be a lot of clickbait. It's going to be a great match. Yes, it's gonna yeah. it's, and, it's gonna be I good. Say this: the reason why I, I know it's kind of hate. It sounds like I was hating on Logan Paul and everything like that. I like Logan Paul because as Bad Bunny was and is, he's serious about it. Yeah, Logan Paul has definitely changed his perspective on life and everything like that. So I, I really respect yeah. Logan Paul. Yeah. Jake Paul, yeah. on the other hand, I mean, I don't hate Jake either, but I know people that really hate Jake Paul. I <laughs> Like, they yeah. want to kill that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so Crown Jewel should be great. Um, let's talk WrestleMania for a second. WrestleMania 39, it's two-night events. I know we're in November, but I always love talking about WrestleMania, some ideas, and, you know, we got war games coming up. I'm trying to figure out, are we really getting Rock? It's been kind of quiet. We're getting Roman Rock. We're getting Roman Cody, Roman Seth. Well, what's going on? What what are some of these matches? What's going to happen with some of these matches at WrestleMania? Because 
you know, me as a fan, I want every single match at WrestleMania to feel important. Okay. I believe it. Every match. I believe it it will. Again, I'm going to say this. I think we're a little too far out. Right. I think. You got to think, you got to think long-term though, right? Yeah, but it's hard when you have certain people that's on the shelf and you really don't know what's going on. Um, like a Cody Rhodes or, you know, even they're not on the shelf, but even Randy Orton, uh, the the Naomi's and the Randy Orton's. And so it's kind of hard to kind of say exactly what may happen. Right. Um, I, I would love for the main event to be Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes. Um, I think the recipe and the formula is there for that to be, um, a crowning moment for Cody Rhodes and for Roman Reigns to go chill. Yeah. I think, I think if he does face, you know, we all agree should be Cody, but if it's rock, I'm not going to complain either. I just, it wouldn't be my first choice, but if it's Cody, Roman loses and Roman goes on an absolute long ass fucking break until SummerSlam. Cody versus Roman, Cody versus Seth Rollins again at WrestleMania for the United States Championship. Yeah, I'm hearing some things. I'm hearing Bray Wyatt versus Roman at WrestleMania. The WWE is Uh, trying to juggle some things, man. They really want The Rock. They really do, but they have backup plans. Yeah, I mean, mean, WrestleMania, Hollywood, Rock versus Roman. That writes itself, man. That, that... I mean, if Rock's available, man, I'm even doing it. If Rock's available, you'd have to be having a lot of balls to not say, um, to say no to the Rock. Honestly. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's a money ticket. That's a meal ticket. Right. Uh, Probably once in a lifetime. It may never happen again. You know? Um, I think that would be a great time for Rock to, to retire. Yes. And for Roman to go over. Right. I do believe it would solidify him as the greatest modern day generational champion of this era. I think it will be a crowning moment for him to be able to say, I beat the Rock at WrestleMania and I retained the championship if he is champion at the time, which I believe he will be. Right. Um, so I think that would be great. I, I just think I think that would be great. And I also said the, the Cody Rhodes and the Seth Rollins is because of the story that they had. The last fight that Cody had was against Seth Rollins. Inside so he could come back. Yeah, he could come back and say, "You know what? <laughs> you hurt me. I, I was hurt. I was on a shelf because of you." And Rollins took I, him out afterwards on Raw. I'm 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 seeking my revenge, and now not only am I seeking my revenge, but you got gold now. Yeah. So my motivation for you has become even bigger. I, I want that United States Championship. I'm not sure if Cody's ever been U.S. champion. I don't remember. No, he has not. Uh, so that's a championship he hasn't had. So that would be a good concept to happen as well. I would like both. I, I wouldn't mind seeing Seth versus Cody again. Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously it wouldn't be our first choice for Cody, but it's a it's a second, you know, second good choice. It's- this will be their second WrestleMania. Right. Cody came back last WrestleMania to face Seth. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, he that. beat up the big 
and for Cody to come back and beat him again at WrestleMania. Ouch. Like, logically, what would that do to Seth Rollins? I would suck know? my ego out the window. Yeah. <laughs> Just can't beat this guy. I think Seth Rollins would be 0-4 against Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Because they fought I three believe- times already. Yeah. So he'd be 0-4. Um, what are your thoughts about the women's division? Let's... Let's end it with this. Let's end it with the women's division. Uh, we won't go long. I know you got stuff to do, um, but I, I really want to talk about the women's division in whole. Where do you see it going for war games? And, you know, what's your thoughts on the overall women's division, both Raw and SmackDown? Um, I believe that Hmm. I like Bianca Belair. Okay. I feel like her time may be coming up. I think she may lose that championship. Um, who's the SmackDown Women's Champion? It's Ronda Rousey. Yo, that's sad. I would be even trying to play. <laughs> oh man, I didn't know. Who it was. My bad. Nah, you're um, straight, dog. Oh my god. Yikes! That's nah, you good, good, brother. That's not good, though. That's not good, and and that was very authentic. That was real. Yeah, you pause. You don't usually pause like that. No, because my mouth is run. But I was just like, who's SmackDown champion again? And you're like, I'm like, oh my god, I totally forgot about her. Oh shit, Rhonda, come on, girl, Rhonda, you got, you got to do oh, something. Man. Come on now. Oh boy, our personality is like watching paint dry. Oh, you know, god. same with Natalia, um, man. There's a lot I could say about that. I love her. I think she's a great athlete and great entertainer and right. great wrestler. Scratch entertainer, great wrestler, great athlete. Um, yeah, she botches. A, she botches a lot in the ring, though. You can see it. That match with Emma was awful. Holy shit! Who, Ronda and Emma? Yeah, Ronda Emma. Uh, Ronda Rousey had an open challenge, and Emma accepted it. She didn't really get a reaction, and I hated that because I love Emma. Emma deserves a they great reaction. She didn't get one on Friday last week. Because they don't know her. That's bull. That's her. bullshit. Nah, man. They have oh. to know who Emma is, man. Don't. They don't know her. I get this she's. Whole, I guess she's been gone for a minute, though. She's been gone a long time. Yeah. This is a whole new generation and era of women. They don't remember. These her. fans gotta wake it's, the hell up, man. It's, it's been Charlotte, Becky, Bailey, the other one. Sasha Banks. Okay, there you go. Oh, my God. No, I, really, I was trying to be funny there. Oh, I, no, I man. To... You did that to my girl. Come on, dog. <laughs> no, I know you love her. My bad. No, <laughs> nah, I, you no, good, I man. wasn't trying to do that. But, you know. Yeah. Um, I, think, I, I, they, I think in order for the women's division to be um, to get the resurgence that they need, they need certain yeah. prime-time players. Because they have the pieces, man. They have the stars. You know, it's just the creative. You got to fix it. And they're trying. Yeah. 
You know, look at Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley, man. Shout out to Rhea Ripley. We love Rhea Ripley. Shout out to Rhea Ripley, man. You know, Rhea Ripley doing her I thing. I love what she's I bringing to the table. I can't wait until she get back into. Um, I can't wait to. I cannot wait to see her. I hope she beats that. Bianca Belair. When Bianca Belair eventually loses to somebody, I hope that person is Rhea Ripley. If it's Bailey, I'm fine with that, guys. I love Bailey. I adore Bailey. I think Bailey is one of the greatest of all time. So if Bianca loses to Bailey, I'm not going to sweat it. But me personally, I'm going with Rhea Ripley. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think Rhea Ripley right now is so white hot. It's crazy. AEW has Jamie Hayter, who's so white hot. WWE has Rhea Ripley, who's so white hot right now. You know, I, I think the role that Rhea Ripley is playing right now, I think it's perfect. Let's stay the course. Let's be calm, cool, collected. We get mm -hmm. to the Women's War Rumble. Listen. And keep great faces. We love it. Oh, yeah. Very hip. Very, very hill. I love the makeup. I think the makeup is hot, by the way. But outside of that, I think it's great. I love the visual of Rhea Ripley. Um, Dominic. <laughs> I get Dominic, man. Listen. If Rhea Ripley's controlling me, I'd I'd bow down too, bro. Okay, I'm just coming off as as being funny, you guys. Okay, I'm not being serious, but I love right. the um, I love the combination with Rhea Ripley and Dominic giving me Eddie Guerrero and, and China vibes here. I think it's great. You know what is giving off? Huh? And it's it's giving off that Rhea Rhea Ripley threw it on him. Hey man, trust. Me. Hey, I want that. <laughs> Give me that shit, man. Yeah, Rhea Ripley, man. She's great. That's She's... what it looked like. Because I'm telling you, when she whispered in his ear, it's like, whip, whip, whip. Damn, what, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Hey, yo, Rhea Ripley, what do you want me to do? You want to go fuck up right. my father? I bet. Let's go. And stomped him out. <laughs> Stop Had it. your father run. Had your father run to go to SmackDown to get beat up again? Rhea but Ripley, anyway. man. Yeah. Rey Mysterio is having the worst season right now. I right? feel like, bad for Rey Mysterio, dog. Like bullied. I'm like, come <laughs> on. That is a former champion right there. He's a, this dude's getting bitched by his son. That's crazy. Hey, man, them dinners going to be crazy. Yeah. We, we got to get that one-on-one -on -one match, though, right? We got to get that at WrestleMania. Yeah, that 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 story is gonna be iconic, literally. Yeah, it's it's gonna be something crazy. That would be. I'm gonna I'm gonna fantasy book real quick. Oh, go ahead. Just off, just off the top of my head, Roman Reigns versus Dominic Mysterio, I quit match. Oh no, that's not gonna be good for Dominic, man. You thought Seth Rollins was bad. You thought Seth Rollins versus Dominic was bad. Roman Reigns versus Dominic. Uh, you mean you mean Rey Mysterio versus Dominic? Or Rey Mysterio versus Dominic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rey Mysterio versus yeah. Dominic. Yeah. Yeah, I quit. Rey Mysterio versus Dominic. He's gonna have to be his son until his son say I quit, or his son gonna have to be his father until his father say I quit. Just think about the emotional investment that the fans have right now. Yeah, that and might be one of the most talked about matches. Say, I quit. And he, for him, to have to tell his father, I quit. Or for Ray to tell his son, 
I quit because my son beat me so bad that I had to give up. Hey, Triple H, Triple H, listen, man, listen, okay? Me and my co-host here, okay? We're giving you great ideas. And you know we have good ideas, Triple H, so don't cap, okay? We really do. We really, really do. We do. (laughs) We do. (laughs) So, please, somebody out there in WWE land, take this. Think about it. Let's get Rey Mysterio versus Dominic. Maybe I quit match. I think that would be absolutely just legendary and a great moment. Right. Have Rey Mysterio Mysterio crying? Holy shit. The pride of a father. Oh, my God, man. Nick goes and pops that eye out again. Just do it. Or have Dominic lick the blood off of Rey Mysterio's face. Holy shit. I, I, I think that, yeah. Triple H, you listen, man. Triple H. Triple H and WWE and everybody that's there, even if it's not an I quit match, right. it's got to be stipulation. And we got to see blood there. We got to see blood. It can't just be Springboards and Hurricanrana. Nah. We need a stipulation so that we could get emotionally invested into it so that we can say, wow, I cannot wait to see Rey Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio in whatever kind of match that they have. I think an I quit match is just... That's the perfect match. I think so. It's perfect, man. Oh, I'm getting excited. I'm getting excited fantasy booking this match in my head right now. Holy shit. Yeah. (sighs) Because it would really be Rey Mysterio. Take his son out the equation. Right. The legacy... A Ray Mysterio. Ray Mysterio is one of the goats in this industry. When he was when he was Ray Mysterio Jr. Right. All the way to now. It's it's it's, it's like legacy. I might tear up actually visually watching that shit. Yeah. No cap. That would be cool. That that would yep. be that would be fantastic. Yep. Triple H, listen. Triple H, Stephanie, Nick Khan, not Nick Khan, but you know. Triple H, mainly Triple H, Triple H, Stephanie. We always give you gold on this show, so just letting you know. We give you gold yeah. all the time, man. So oh. I, I think that'd be perfect, man. Yeah. I, I, another thing I think would be perfect. I'm trying to think of some great stories because WrestleMania should be about stories and moments. You know, we, we got a moment with uh, Rey Mysterio and Dominic. What about Roman and Cody? That story in terms of the match. Mm-hmm. And Roman just talking shit. Why you back? AEW didn't want you. They don't need you over here. We don't want you over here. AEW never needed you. You're not on my level. Just talk shit. Have even Roman talk shit. It, God rest Dusty Rhodes' soul. But have Dusty Rhodes' name be brought up by Roman Reigns. In a promo. Or even, or even not so much. Um, like, you oh, you're going to cry? You're going to cry now? That type of thing. You didn't, you didn't leave AEW. AEW threw you out. Oh, yeah. I'm going ham on that promo, man. Oh, my God. You want to talk about MJF being off the cuff? Give Roman and Cody Rhodes a mic? Yeah. Uh-uh. That's going to be on yeah. some, some crazy shit. That's going to be on a vibe of John Cena and Roman when they had that... That pipe bomb, even though it was actually 
scripted and pre-planned by everybody involved. But at the time, we didn't think so. We thought, oh, right. shit, Cena's going off the cuff. Roman's going off yep. the cuff. Come to find out, now nah, it was all planned. Okay. Yeah. Have the same thing with Cody and Roman. Mm-hmm. Now, would you do it via interview backstage, or would you do it, you know, in the crowd? I think in the crowd would be a little bit better. I think backstage. Backstage, okay. Um, yeah, to have someone interview them um, backstage. I remember when Jr. did it for Stone Cold and Steve Austin. Yeah, that that interview type uh, is what we need in WWE. Yeah, because it's more of a controlled environment, right? Uh, and they can really say what they need to say, and. You know, you could just have Roman there. No Paul Heyman. No, no Paul Heyman. There's Roman and Cody there. Roman wearing his bloodline gear. Cody Rhodes looking like the American nightmare dream or whatever you want to call him. Looking right. just that, you know what I'm saying, with the tie and the... Uh, the having the, the suit and everything. The suit, the vest, you know, just looking like Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Uh, and just have someone sit back there via Michael Cole. Yeah, Michael Cole, yeah. yeah. Have him interview them, um, and they just shoot it off right there. I think it would be better in the control environment. Yep. <sighs> Triple H, Triple H, man. Ah, oh, gosh, we're giving, yeah. him, we're giving him too much gold, man. We gotta, we gotta calm down. We do. We are. We gotta stop, man. <laughs> oh yeah. gosh. Um, I want to ask you this uh, before we end. We're getting close to ending the show here. Um. And I want you to be honest with me, okay? Um, John Cena. Would you have John Cena appear at WrestleMania? Do you think WrestleMania needs John Cena? And, and, and like, before you answer, before you answer, if you do have John Cena at WrestleMania, who is he fighting? If you were in charge. Austin Theory. Has that happened yet? That has not happened yet. It's been teased Austin. multiple times. Austin Theory. Um, I think John versus Austin Theory. John goes over. Oh. He is still money in the bank, cha- money in the bank champion. He still has money in the bank. Austin Theory gets so frustrated and emotional. And he decides he's going to cash in his money in the bank. And he loses it. Oh, that's not a bad idea. He's so mad that he lost to John Cena, his so, idol, because Austin Theory said that John Cena is his idol. Yeah, he lost to his idol. He lost to his idol on the biggest stage of it all. He's frustrated. He's flustered. He's mad. He's emotional. You know, his his his, his face is, is, is beaten red. He's just mad. He's just like, you know what? The hell with this. I'm cashing my money in the bank tonight. I don't care. I'm going to be WWE champion by any means necessary. I'm walking out of WrestleMania a winner. Yeah. And he goes out there and he's frustrated and he's emotional. He's not thinking. He's not thinking that he just had a match that he lost. Right. Number one. So he's mad. And when you're mad, you're just, you, you know, I, I always say this. I, I, I always say this to people that an emotional person will jump off a bridge and think twice. About <laughs> right. That is, his, his 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 mindset at the time. Right. He goes in with catches it in, loses, and feels like the you know, goes and for the next few weeks he's broken Austin. Like we have broken Corbin, you know? Right. Um 
that's what I would do with him. But I would definitely have. I, I went far into a tangent. I'm sorry, but I would have John Cena um Austin Theory at WrestleMania. Does the WWE need John Cena for WrestleMania? I would say they probably would like to have him. Yeah, I think they need. I think they do need him. Mm, I, I, no, again, we're we're kind of far out. It really depends on what the main event is. Even though it will be involving Roman. <laughs> yeah, and it depends on who he's going against. Right. If it's against Rock, they definitely are not going to be. Oh, no, they don't need him. Yeah. Um, if it's Cody Rhodes, you know, they'll probably. I mean, I mean, I don't think there's a need. I think it's, uh, you know, we wouldn't mind, you know, seeing him and seeing yeah. John do his thing and seeing John, you know, and not, not just appearing at WrestleMania, but coming to some of the Raws and the SmackDowns before. WrestleMania will be great. Yeah, no, it's definitely if if John Cena does come back, it's gonna see it's gonna be great seeing John Cena come back home. So I think I think that would and be it's great. Done his thing in Hollywood, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it captures that theme as well because John Cena, in his own right, has made a mark as an actor. As oh, well. he definitely has. So I think that would be great too uh, for John to come back to WrestleMania. Yeah, and I, I believe it. Was I think that'd be good. Did he beat Big Show or JBL? Um, he beat JBL at WrestleMania 21 to win the WWE title, and then he beat Big Show at WrestleMania 20 and MSG to become the new United States champion. I think that would be a great for him to come back to LA. Yeah. At WrestleMania. And the theme then was WrestleMania Hollywood. Right. So, so you need all the you need all the hands on deck, man. Yeah. I think it would be cool just to have him there and, you know, have him go against Austin Theory. And, you know, Austin Theory just becomes this raven lunatic and he loses his cool and he his, his judgment is miscalculated and he cashes in and he loses. I would I would actually kind of flip that. I would have Austin Theory act so cocky and arrogant and full of himself. Oh, I could beat Cena. Fuck Cena. I'm the new John Cena, this and that. And have him put his briefcase on the line and have John Cena beat. Now, hear me out. You have John Cena beat Austin Theory to become the new money in the bank. And later on in the main event, Roman Reigns beats The Rock. John Cena comes out and beats Roman Reigns to become the new WWE Universal Champion. Bad idea. Unless you want to have a, unless you want to have a heel turn with um, John, you don't like the he'll idea. Be, he'll be booed out of L.A. You think so? What? People <laughs> love Roman. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. No, nah, I wasn't thinking about it really at the time. I was just like, okay. As you were talking, I'm like, I came up with an idea. Let's have John Cena beat Austin Theory. He's money in the bank. He faces Roman. Roman beats The Rock. Then Roman loses to John Cena, and, and John Cena breaks Ric Flair's record because he tied Ric Flair's record. Yeah. Uh, that is a good point. I mean, if that does happen, maybe Cena would have to turn heel because I don't think he's going to get over that well, even though he's been gone for a year and a half. But if you think about it, does John Cena really need to win over Roman Reigns? No. I think give that to somebody that can right. 
use it and take it. I think that would be a bad idea. The build Roman Reigns. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For him to lose to somebody that don't need to win. <laughs> so. Nah, yeah, no. After I, I think I was uh, clouded my judgment there. I was... I did, I that, that idea sounded good in theory, but actually listening to you now, it's like, okay, that doesn't sound like a good yeah. idea. Because honestly, I went and turned my TV off, but I would definitely put it on mute. Oh, God. I'll be back. But uh, yo, yo, mute this. Where's, where's the remote? Mute this. Oh, my God. Yeah, man, as long as... Triple H just needs to give us something great. Um, you know, the whole the whole card. And and I'm hoping with the news of Money in the Bank, hopefully Money in the Bank really goes back to WrestleMania by WrestleMania 39, and we get a men's Money in the Bank on night one and the women's Money in the Bank on night two. Yep. Be- because you're getting everybody on the card. Yep. Pretty much. And uh, I think it, I think it should be good. Um, any last words uh, you want to talk about real quick before we get out of here? Uh, well, it's always a pleasure being here with you. I appreciate and, you, know, you speaking to your listeners and, and please guys, uh, like Jordan said earlier, please go and subscribe so that you, you can know everything that's going on on wrestling takeover this is a great platform. It's a fun platform. We have a great time. When we come on here, I love coming on and just being a guest and, and just being on this platform with you and talking to you about all things wrestling, whether we agree, whether we disagree, whether we like something, this, 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 like the same thing or we don't like the same thing. It is interesting conversation to have about what is going on in professional wrestling. This is a great time to be a wrestling fan. Yes, it and is. Just, it really is. It's just a great time to be a wrestling fan. Even if you don't like it, it's just a great era to be a wrestling fan. So thank you so much for um, having me, and I'm grateful to be with your listeners again. I appreciate you, man. You know uh, I got your back, man, no matter what. I always appreciate you coming on. Yes, sir. All right, brother. Um, I'll, uh, I'll DM you later on, man, see how things are going, and... Uh, I'll be sure to uh, send you the uh, the podcast so then you can like share it or do whatever you want to do with it. All right, brother. All right, man. You have a good day. You too. All right, bye. Look at that, guys. Uh, good, good podcast today. I kind of wanted to come up here, guys, and uh, just shoot the shit, talk pro wrestling. Had a lot of topics that we wanted to get to. Um, I appreciate Claudine being on the show. At the end of the day, I love what I do. Um, I believe I am one of the most creative people in the wrestling community. Um, we shoot at the shit. We talked WWE. We talked AEW. Uh, we talked about a lot of things, man. The um, the IWC community, the women's division, AEW and WWE, WrestleMania, Roman Reigns. Uh, we talked about uh, AEW full gear, problems with AEW. Uh, WWE being successful right now, what AEW can fix, and some problems that WWE still has, returns possibly coming soon. We talked about a lot of things on today's podcast. Thank you guys again for joining me right here on the Wrestling Takeover Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Turner, and I will see you next time.